Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Hey, good evening, everybody. This is David from Take2Radio, filling in for Pam. And with me tonight, I have Candace. Hi. Well, hello, everyone. I just alienated here. It is the rainy season in Florida, and I almost drowned. For real. For real. Um, it is. Yeah, I, I believe it, because you guys are getting the storm, have, you're getting heavier down there, and it's, it's making the way up to the East Coast, because it ever is. since Saturday, it's been partly cloudy, raining, and it's about to thunderstorm here soon, soon too, so Yay. Yeah, Climate change is real, folks. That's all I got to say. Climate change is real. And uh-huh. so and so do our uh, systems. We change with the we change with the weather. I'm trying to get over something. Uh, well, it so how, it has definitely been an interesting week in the soap ooh, world. Um it has. But also also in the world of strikes, um, shout out to our brothers and sisters and non-binary siblings who are picketing the big three, um, 10% of all auto workers. Um, they are nowhere near contract, but um, Candace, girl. Yo. 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 You heard today? Tell it. Woo. Let me, okay, so let me, let me say this right now. Um, last night, while I was doing, you know, so party, um, I got an email. This is legit. I got an email, and they had, you know, said, you know, pretty much. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you guys all saw. They also leaked it out, um, saying that they had came to a tentative, you know, deal. And right. at first, I was like, okay, keep holding my breath because I heard this on Friday. I heard this on Saturday. I was like, uh-huh. it's going to probably go into the middle of the week. I said at, at most. And when I saw it, and it got confirmed, I, I literally, I was in shock. I was in, I'm not going to even fly. I was, like, in shock. I was, like, in tears because here's the deal. I, I, okay, me, I, I was in solidarity with the WGA, um, which I'm like, I can't wait till tomorrow so I can pick up a pen and write. Y'all have no idea. Um, but it's been five months, you guys, five months when all of this went down with the writers. And there's been up up battles, there's been down battles. 
um, there's been people who have made some decisions, career decisions, because the strike went on too long. At the end of the day, though, I am so happy, and I hope the deal is is good for three years because it's a three-year deal. Um, I I hope that, yeah. Yes, it's a three-year deal. Yeah. I hope it is a good deal. I hope that, and I say this all the time, that y'all getting your money the correct way because you guys do earn it. And I hope this is actually an eye-opener for a lot of people. Because it felt weird. I mean, think about this, you guys. Next week is October, right? We start a new, a new, a new month. Usually around between last week and this week, it would be the season premieres of your favorite shows, correct? It, it would be, right? About. And yeah. it felt weird not to have this season on, you know, Anthony's Anatomy or, you know, that's a new show. I should, put, I should, mm-hmm. I, I should write that. Hey, there you go. Um, but it just felt weird, and a lot of movies was pushed back. Pretty much Hollywood came to a halt again. But I did get the other email, which is also the WGA. It's also in solidarity with the SAG, Um, you know, because SAG is also on strike. The actors are still on strike. And there is rumblings that there may be a a closed deal with them in the next two weeks, hopefully sooner, because everybody wants to come back to work. Everybody wants to go back to work and, and, you know, do. do what they love to do. And, you know, I just hope I, I'm, like I said, I'm really happy about this because you guys know it's been driving me crazy. I, I posted saying I miss my forever in a day family. I really do. I love you guys, by the way. Um, but I'm just glad that the WGA, that part came to a head. So, so Candace, you know, what does this mean for forever in a day? For a show like yours that, you know, really found its footing in its second season, really, really kind of, you know, um, and then to be, to be pulled. Um, I mean, what does it, this mean for a show like that? So it was weird because, you know, we, I will say this, we're like days of our lives. We, tape so, we record so far in advance. But usually we, we would start writing and we would actually been producing for next season. And, of course, the WGA, you know, at first, the first go-around was if your audio drama series, you could, you know, participate if you didn't have a WGA member or even SAG writers or something like that. And so we had to hold off. We couldn't do anything because, again, we were solidarity. Because you, you know, have SAG. Our, you have a set. We have set for Arthron actors on our show, so we could. Yep. And not only that, but we're also licensed under a SAG Afron New Media Agreement, and that. And I'm going to bring this up because everybody was wondering about the date. Soap actors, their contract expires next year. <laughs> so let's hope. This is going because it, again, there's two different branches of contracts. There's the the new media agreement, which is like, um, you know, uh, podcast, uh, daytime soaps, because everybody was wondering, why isn't the soap actor striking? That's because they were um, protected by a contract that is, like I said, expires next year. So 
it was all over the place, but we couldn't do anything because, like, you know, again, we had WGA writers. We are under agreement with WGA. We're under SAG Afron because we have actors. Um, that's a part of it. So we couldn't do nothing. We couldn't promote as much as we wanted to. Um, you know, I, I could because I'm not really – I'm kind of grandfathering in between, which means I could be joining soon. But we couldn't do nothing. We couldn't – like our actors, like I'm gonna give a shout out right now to Frank DeCopolis. Hey Bill, um, he couldn't promote the show. Um because, because he, of, he was right, SAG. Um, you know, and that was it was just really hard because this I'm gonna you know, not to, you know, pat myself on the back, but this was a good season and I just we just couldn't do it. And that's for a lot of shows and movies they couldn't do that. You know, I think Barbie, the movie was the last um like premiere before the strike, and a lot of people couldn't even, you know, they couldn't continue it because of the strike. So for audio dramas, it was just weird. We couldn't do anything. We was like, hi, <laughs> we just we can't do nothing. <laughs> we're, we're sort of like, <laughs> so we really couldn't do anything. But just to, yeah. My question is, Candace, do you have WGA working on Forever and a Day? Um, we, okay, so we have the WGA license, which means that our show is copyrighted under the, the, the guild. Um, we have some who has credits towards the WGA membership. Um, we had, obviously we had, you know, Sally Sussman, we had Tom Racina, we had John F. Smith, a part of our, our team. Um, they're still kind of connected to it, but for right now, we we yeah we don't. <clears throat> I'm just gonna leave it at that. Y'all know I can't talk anything. <clears throat> so rolling this <laughs> rolling this around. Um, how long do you think it will take your show to get back to production to get back? Um, and will you do anything? to kind of shine a light on, you know, what wasn't able to have been promoted these last few months? Um, well, I mean, as far as soon as Tuesday, when we hear that there's a final agreement for the WGA, oh, trust and believe, some, some of us will be writing that same day, um, <laughs> which we already know the episode count of the next season, which is going to be season, I can't believe I'm about to say the season five. Good grief. Um, and so we know the episode count. We usually, our season usually starts in February. Um, so, again, like with the WGA, like we're going to have all the scripts taken care of. That's, that, it's just the acting side of it. That's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the thing. It's like all the writers who are listening to this, you do realize that, yeah, we can write, but there's still another piece to this puzzle that we're really going to need. So need this egg after back to work. Right. So once that's done, oh, we're going to re-promote as much as we can with season four, you know, before season five. And if we have to do both things together, I'm going to tell you right now, we'll do it. <laughs> and I'm not just saying that because I'm an executive. I'm a boss. I'm just saying, you know. But there is a question, though, Anthony and, and David. I don't know if you saw this or not. But the question is, is that now that the WGA strike is totally over, does that mean we're going to get the 50th Annual Daytime Emmy Awards? 
No. There's a question that was posed um, yesterday at a recent soap zoom, I believe. It was posed yesterday. Um, and from the reading that I'm getting from the information that we got a couple of weeks ago, that mm-hmm. if both strikes were resolved by October 1st, there would be a way for them to produce a show this year. But if not, there would be no show. I don't think that even if the deal is announced as ratified tomorrow, um, from what I'm hearing from SAG people, we're not close enough. We're not going to get. We're not going to get a deal out of the out of SAG ATRA. You know, um, within the next few days, they, they're not close. So, they got, um, and they basically want the same things. They want the same things, but you know, their contracts are much. I don't want to say more complex. They're they're interwoven differently, and so you know, there's different parties that have to be pleased from both unions. Um, and so dealing with writers, you're dealing more with production. Dealing with the sag after, you're also dealing with executive producer credits and things like that. That be, it, it, Basically, they are more complex. And so, you know, the fine points, there are a lot more fine points to tune and play with. Um, and they're not even, you know, the, there's not even amicability within the, the, the current talks. So we're not the, you know, can I say 100% that it's no? No. You know, stranger things, miracles happen, all kinds of, you know. But the likelihood um, that we're going to see an actual Daytime Emmy show this year is is very, very, very little. Seems like the season right now is basically taken care of. Um, to the best of the ability, and we well, won't I mean, get anything you know, new. Look at it. They keep waiting around $5 billion right now, but that's just a number. That's the number of calculated income that they would have received at this, you know, at this point. That's not counting the residual, you know, streaming, et cetera. There's a lot of other income streams that when, when all of this is calculated, that $5 billion is going to turn into like $12.5 billion. Um, You know, this is not good. For, this is not good for anyone. It's not good for the economy. It's not good for the industry. It's not good for us fans. Um, and, yeah. you know, we're looking at the, you know, midwinter season as being the actual season for this year. You know, you remember back in the last writer's strike, you know, 22 episode shows had 12 to 15. Um, 18 episode shows had eight or nine. Um, and yep. some shows skipped a season because that's yep. just the way it is. Um, and, and we're all just going to have to roll with the punches. Fortunately, you know, our, our soap operas, <laughs> You know, we're not really going to feel a blip as far as, as far as new content is concerned. Um, some will debate whether some well, writing, blah, blah, blah. We can get to that yeah, later Yeah, don't say on. that. Yeah. But Candace mentioned, this, Candace mentioned this earlier. Soaps, you know, sometimes somebody has to take it for the team. Y'all all know that, that phrase. 
Sometimes, yep. you know, somebody has to take it for the team. Um, and Soaps has been taking it for the team for a long time, only to continuously get cut, you know, left on the bench, um, um, made to put all, all the equipment away after cleaning it. You, you know, Soaps has taken a hard road. And so in a year and a half, um, uh-oh. So, you know, <laughs> they're learning a lot from this process. And, and I think, you know, a year and a half from now, we're going to be talking about the same thing um, oh. from our perspective. Yeah. yeah. All right. Who else has news before we start getting into the shows? I mean, I'll, I'll do it. Um, yeah, I mean, the, uh, the, other, the other news besides the strike. And this was uh, mm, um, was Billy Miller. Um, oh, I thought you were going to do the other one, but okay, yes. Oh God, right, yes. Well, well, real quick, I, I did this one so party. Congratulations to Lamone Archie for his arrival, his baby girl, beautiful baby, mm-hmm. I'm gorgeous. I'm like to him and his wife. I believe that's what. Um, congratulations. Um, there was some cast news. I mean, Renna Sofer is coming back to General Hospital. Okay, for an the Billy extended Billy. arc, not not for a couple of weeks or two freaking episodes. Sorry, I I, I might have like let a little emotion up into that. Um, for an extended mm-hmm. arc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I trust? Do I trust? <laughs> okay, ask me. This is what I want you to do. Okay, we're gonna do a scene. Ask me if I trust GH to do this right. I'm pretend, I'm pretend, I'm pretend, I'm, you know, we're not on the show. Pretend. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. <clears throat> Candace, as we talk on the red carpet, and by the way, if I didn't say it at the beginning of our interview, you look absolutely fabulous, darling. Absolutely Thank fabulous. But the burning you, you question. look amazing. You look amazing. The people here are amazing. Um, you know, I just feel I'm feeding off of their energy. You know, absolutely. That's what we do. And oh my mm-hmm. God, do you hear them screaming in the background? It's all about that dress, Carol. All about that dress. I okay, so, but the burning hey, question. <laughs> the burning question. question on everyone's mind is they pulled the coup. We knew when, when the contract and it was announced and that Rena was leaving the Bolt and the Beautiful, we knew it was yeah. just a matter of time. It was a ticking clock. Yeah. Do they have the writing chops to give this the justice that it truly does deserve? You know, That's the burning I- question, Candace. You know, first and foremost, I'm glad that she's coming back to General Hospital after 26 years. Uh, she was a part of a popular couple that we still talk about to this day. Um, she was a part of an era of General Hospital that will be never match ever again. I'm, I'm sorry, but that's true. Uh, you know, Lewis is one of those characters that you have to really carefully write for, and she's not a throwaway character. I hope that they have the writing for this character. I hope that it's not a way to throw away this character to prop other characters, if I say if I can say that correctly. Um, I'm looking forward to her interacting with not only Wally and Lisa, but Maurice Bernard as well, hopefully, and also Amanda, because I would love to see how Lewis and Brooklyn get along now, especially with everything going on. I, I, I'm going to say this. I trust General Hospital 50% to give me that. Ooh, but the rest of it, yeah, but the rest of it, I'm kind of worried because of the history of 
bring it in on a, a former a former character from the past and kind of <laughs> ruin them. Brenda. <laughs> Brenda. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I, I just had a little foot clench. <laughs> I hope, and you know what? I actually hope we do get a mention about Brenda and Lewis. Like, Me too. I, because, because here's the thing. Let the record show, okay? And I really need everybody to understand this. Back in the day, Lewis was that character. She was the character. And this character that came under her name, Brenda, took over. And Lewis was secondary. Now you're bringing her back. Is she going to be secondary to Olivia? Or, like, where, are we, where is her placement going to be regarding this storyline? And hopefully, like I said, 50%. So, you know, by the way, by the way oh, my God. By, hi, Greg, I'm going to step in. Baby. I'm going to step in right there, and I'm going to say this, Okay. Frank, you know, we've had our conversations before. Frank, listen, you don't have to be a, an avid watcher of any of the other shows, but I'm going to tell you, call me offline. I'm going to tell you all of the episodes that you need from the Bold and the Beautiful that you need to go to YouTube and find because the power of the woman that you are bringing back to this canvas the power of the acting of this woman, you've got somebody who can rip this canvas to shreds. And Lois was that character. Now it's 20 years later plus. Um, she's older. She's wiser. Yep. She's Mama Bear. You know, Ned, Ned Ed is all kinds of messed up. Her daughter has been played. She's not coming to town, you know, the ingenue role. You've got a no. powerhouse actress write the good stuff. Put her up against Jane Elliott. Put oh, her I'm up sure in... Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Put her up in the scenes and use her to her fullest potential. This is a character that when you bring back all your general hospital, even the ones who became fans after she was gone, we all still know her anyway. This is the character that unites all of your General Hospital fans. So use her well. That's my advice. Go ahead, Candace. Very good thinking. I I follow you. Yeah, I mean because it's it's frustrating to me. And this, you know, in General Hospital's sixty-first season, I believe started today or tomorrow. So you know, the anniversary season is now gone. Okay, Mm -hmm. but you need to do this because she was such a core part of a a storyline that was so good. You know, finding out that the guy that you love has a, you know, double identity, you know. Um, Also, again, the fact that, and okay, General Hospital writers, whoever's writing this at this time, because I'm pretty sure some people will be like, "Uh, in a couple months. I need for you guys to remember this. Olivia and Lewis and Sonny. They know all friends. In the same neighborhood. Uh Uh-huh. There's a reason I'm bringing this up because I don't want it to be, oh, well, who's this? Who's this? Who's this? Who's this? this? Uh Uh-uh. Because it was already established that everybody knew each other from the old neighborhood. 
I, I want to keep that because that is such a big moment because I feel as though if you're going to do the heat, because I think this is what you're going to do, you're going to have Olivia versus Lewis. I think that's what yes, you're going you to are. do. You're yep. going to have that, but I don't need it to be a weak character with all the history. And you notice I said weak, and this is not against any of the act. This is nothing with the actor. Okay, let me clarify this. It's the fact that General Hospital has done this too many times. Jackie Templeton, okay? I am yep. not going to, I'm not yep. even going to say it, but Elizabeth's father. The mother, totally different story. But Just Weber, you recently just did it, and we're going to talk about this with Nicholas Cassidine. You cannot keep doing this to care. Actually, not only Nicholas, Taggart. Okay, oh my so God! Me, right. So to me, we're not going to do this. I'm hoping that it's worth the. I mean, I'm not going to get too hyped because I feel as though General Hospital, you're going to do this and you're going to you're going to let me down. So I'm hoping against all hope, and I'm you sorry know what? people say. Holds up though, yes. I have a little inside information. I'm not going to give any kind of numbers or anything, mm-hmm. but I will say this. The reason I'm very hopeful is is because Gemma Hospital is paying. Honey got herself a good deal. Honey got herself a good deal. So, Frank, make Mama work for it. That's all I'm going to say. You can have a good deal and still up it up. No, no, Absolutely. But I don't know. I just think I think this one they're gonna get right. I think I, I we're gonna so. have I think we're gonna have that moment of the sisterly bonding between Lois and Olivia. It's okay. gonna go on for yep. like three cuts of the episode. They're gonna come back, or they're gonna leave the us animosity on... between her and Tracy. No, no, hold oh, up. Please. I'm talking about the scenes between her and Olivia. They're going to go right. to, they're going to be at the end of that third vignette, and um, Lois is finally going to turn and say, don't think that I didn't have a few things to say to you about marrying my ex-husband. Boom, got a commercial. Yes, mama. That's what, it, if Ooh. they go that, and not make them fight or not make them really fight, but make them do the real honest that, that would happen in real life. When the friend came back, you know, all this, you've been taking care of my daughter. I do love you for all these things, but you didn't even call me and tell me you were marrying my ex-husband. I found out about it from my daughter. Something like that. I want to see that. Or I want to see confirmation that they've been friends off screen all this time. You know, give us something that makes us understand. Because that's going to be another thing, too, is that, okay, so... So you mean to tell me, like, if, if I'm the viewer, if I'm the viewer, okay, right. that's another thing that they need to play is that you can yeah, first and foremost, yeah, David, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yep, I just can't hear him. Okay. Oh, you can't hear Anthony? I'm here. Can you oh, hear right. me? Yes. Okay. Okay, I'm um, here. Here's the thing, because we got to also remember that some people weren't there for Lewis. They don't know. I mean, you you know what I mean. That like, I mean, there's been two versions. I do, and of I her. respect that. That's why I say that the people that weren't there for her, they do still know about her. Right. They yeah. know who but she but is, that's, and they that's know the importance be a job. of what that is. 
Right, because here's the thing. If you're going to tell me, because it's been 20-something years, okay, I mean, we got in, I mean, it says Rena's version. I mean, with Leslie Kay, it's been a couple of years. But what you need to do is you need to fill in some blanks, not everything. But I do want to know, did she know that her, her beat, well, one of her friends was marrying that? <coughs> was there some hidden feelings? Which I think that's going to be played on is the hidden feelings. It should like, be anyway. You know, it should be, but not to the part where it's, like, obsessed. Like, she can still have those, And not Lois the like, victim either, because Lois right. was no victim. She no. wasn't. She was a spit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how this plays out, but like I said, 50%, I'm giving General Hospital, I'm giving you a little higher than what I was originally going to do, because at first I was going to give you 20. But I, but I sat down, and I, and I had a, 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 a self-talk <laughs> to myself, and I was like, I'll give you this. Because I know how much this is really going to, this is, and not only that, but this is such, again, like, she, she's not only, another thing, like I said, have her move around because she does have history with Sonny. I would love to see her and Alexis in the scene. I've been asking for that for years for, because of Eddie Mays Angel. I would love to see, obviously, her in Brooklyn, especially regarding Chase. Of course, Tracy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we we need to like utilize her for the time that she's there, and not just isolate her. Because if you isolate her, then I don't know what to tell you. And can I get? And I'm just gonna say, can I get? Can I, just for the loving fan in me? Can I get a scene between her and Laura Wright? I'm just asking for a friend. Yeah, thank you so much. Rocky, thank Daddy you so Rocky. much. You could. My little okay. Rocky. Yeah. Lubaki. <laughs> now we I love Lubaki. About... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now it's okay. Candace, I, we... I, you know, I am always the one who says that if I'm ever going to have to eat crow, I, I, I will do so. So I'm about to cut into some really tough crow here right now. You called it. It went off the rails. And... I don't think it can be pulled back now. <laughs> you want some water? I guess. You want some water? Want okay. With that? I'm going to say this. No, I'm going to. I'm going to say this very. I have to say this very solemnly. Not not my you know my cute gay persona that I throw on sometimes. This is my this is my public service announcement. Like I'm really feeling something right now. Okay, if you're going to play the Charlotte storyline. Um, you yeah. know, and, and the goal is to turn her into Helena, you know, 2.0. All right. I can feel you. I can feel you. Then you better do it to a way that makes her the villain, make her the best, baddest villain, and go with it. That's okay. I'll go with that. Otherwise, please tell this is a mental health storyline. Please un- get this girl some help along the way. You can dangle us along some more. But I have, turn this I into a, a mental health storyline and do issue. it right. You what? I do have an issue with this story. Uh, yeah, go ahead, David. Why, uh, that's, that's my note to General Hospital. If hmm. you're going to do this, either make her the baddest villain, make her next, the next nail and rip her out, or do it as a mental health storyline. Otherwise, it's going to fall apart, and it's already kind of creepy. Go ahead, David. I'm done. 
Mark. I, I'm just thinking why all of a sudden now, so we're supposed to believe that it was Charlotte all this time? Okay. I got to, okay, real quick, because I feel like this one, we're going to start General Hospital first, because I just, you yeah. know, real quick, we do want to give our thoughts and our prayers and condolences and, and hugs to the family, friends, and colleagues of yeah. Billy Miller. Um, last Sunday, on his birthday of all days, um, we did get the word that he um, passed away. He um, passed away actually on Friday, which was the 15th, um, and My we birthday. found out two days two days later on his birthday. Um, a lot of his yep. colleagues, from Young and Restless uh, to All My Children to General Hospital, including Days of Our Lives and Bone Beautiful, pretty much the soap community as well as the primetime community, because he did do guesses on suit, um, on Ringer, which shouldn't have been canceled on the CW, by the way. Just saying. Tell me. I, 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 I know who you are, CW. I know who did it. Um, and on other places, um, put, put out statements, um, including his mother, who um, I can't even imagine her doing that, um, but she did confirm that he did end his life, which, um, <clears throat> kind of took everybody by surprise because there was a lot of rumors out there. Um, I said this last night on, I've been saying this for, since the day of the announcement of Billy Miller's death. Um, first and foremost, one of the most humble people you have ever met, he enjoyed yeah. this work. He was a great actor. To the point where, you know, and I said this last night, you know, we all talk about Tom Pelfrey. Tom Pelfrey, you guys know Jonathan from, from Guy and Light, who's done Broadway and does movies and stuff. And, you know, before Tommy, there was Billy Miller. Billy Miller mm-hmm. was able to do justice to all the characters that he played, whether it was Richie to Billy Abbott to Jason, then Drew Kane. He did it with... Just he was Grace. just able to do it, yeah, with Grace. And not only that, but think about all the people that he has worked with that are legends in this industry. And he held his own. Okay, do you hear me? <clears throat> he held his own to the point where it was like, are you an old soul or something? Because for you to go toe to toe with Cameron Madsen, Susan Lucci, to David Canary, to Melissa Claire Egan, to Elizabeth um, Henderson, to Peter Bergman, to Eric Brain, to Amelia Hindley to, you know, Just Walton, to Jeannie Cooper, to go over to Leslie Charleston, Jackie Zeman, Rebecca Hurt, all these people who are legends and being able to hold your own. And not for nothing, I have to say this, one of the few actors who could actually work with kids and not get intimidated right, yeah. and versa. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I saw Hudson West post and the young lady who played Delia on Young and Russell, she posted it. But it was just a sudden shock and such a loss. And I, I said this last night, you know, uh, September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. And I said this, you know, the last couple of years has been crazy, <laughs> physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, all that. And, you know, sometimes we don't want to show our emotions because, you know, there's that, that um, term of, you know, if you show your, well, not term, but there's the stigma is if you show weakness, people are going to take advantage of you. 
And I'm going to say this real loud, so cover your ears, folks. It's okay to not feel okay. You are human. You're not a robot. You're not AI. You're not AIG. Shout out to them. Um, You're human. You're allowed to feel certain emotions, and I get it. Sometimes it's, it's the way you've been brought up. You know, sometimes if you shed a tear, that does mean you're a weak warrior. No, 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 no. If you feel like you're struggling, okay, if you feel as though you are, like, at a breaking point where you're like, I don't know what else to do, I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. You're going to call 998, nine okay? You're going to call that number. And if you're not comfortable with talking to somebody, talk to somebody within your circle. However, the people who listen to, listen to Auntie Candace, if you are out there right now, you, that's listening to Take Two, okay, and you notice you haven't talked to a friend in about a week or, you know, something like that, call them. Don't, don't, don't text. Uh-uh. Call them. FaceTime them. Shoot. Go to their house with some, um, some McDonald's or something because I'm going to tell you something. That alone will change their their mood real quick. It means that you care. You know, especially if you show up with Krispy Kreme. What? Mm. Dude, can I? Can, I mean, can we? Can we? Can we? Um, real quick, I know this is serious. You know, Dunkin' Donuts. Right. And Cold Stone ice cream. But no, I mean, it's a little like you know. Kindness goes a long way, and that's something that Billy Miller, you know, was preaching a lot about was, you know, um, you know, kindness matters. And like I said, our mental health in the last couple of years has been off the rail. Like, it's been here and there and everywhere. But seriously, if you are feeling a certain type of way, reach out. Don't be afraid. And if you know somebody who is struggling, reach out to them um, because, again, you, you never know. Because I always say, it's crazy. You see a picture of Billy Miller, right? He's always smiling. He had one of the best smiles, by the way. And blue, oh, my God, those eyes. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break out a piece from my past. I attended quite a few Super Soul weekends. And back right. when he played Richie on All My Children, um, I was at a Super, a Super Soap event in Disney. And I was very, very, very good friends with Bree. Um, and so we would always hang out. And we ran into Billy Miller, and he really was the coolest, unaffected, like, hey, man, you know, we were talking cigars, uh, parasailing. Um, it was, like, just the coolest conversation. He was just so friendly, just so open. And, and that smile that you saw, it was genuine. And when he, he had this low, like, guttural chuckle. Like a <laughs> kind of thing. Coming out of that smile was just like, you know, I'm a little gay boy. Oh, I'm like, oh, marry me. <laughs> but I never said anything like that. We were just bros hanging. But he was just a really nice guy. That's really nice to hear. Yeah. He re- he really was. I mean, I met him. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, he, he, was that, he was that guy that you felt like you've known all your life that you grew up with. Yeah. And then, and then when you get to see him again, it's like, okay, you just picked up where you left off. Because when I met him, it was the Kelly and Billy um, at their event in New York. And I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, everybody's probably seen it, but 
I had a, a New England Patriots hat on, and it was a dig at Kelly because the Phil- it was that year that New England Patriots versus the Philadelphia Eagles. I know all of y'all was there for that, um, and the Eagles allegedly won. I don't have no memory of this. Allegedly, this what happened. But anyway, and Kelly was like, oh, okay, and Billy was like, oh. Like, you know, it was a fun all because he was a Cowboys fan. Sorry to the Cowboys fan. And I said I could take off my hat, and Kelly was like, no. And she was like, next year, our teams. And then we looked at Billy was like, oh, sorry, man. Like, um, Cowboys, um, yeah, they did a good season. He was like, no, 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 that's all right, that's all right, that's all right. He was like, next year, next year, we got this. We got this online. He was like, keep it, keep it, keep the hat on. And we took a picture, and then he gave me a hug, and then he gave me a kiss because it was my birthday weekend. And he was mm. just, he was such a chill guy, like, I can't even imagine, like I said, I cannot imagine the hurt because that was his mom's, like, he was her only son. And it's hard when a parent has to bury a child. I know that from experience. Um, But it's just, it was such a shockwave that hit everybody. Um, and it's continuing to do so, and I'm going to say this right now for all those who are on social media and asking for certain people to, to make a statement. Grieving takes a while. Please it respect takes that. everybody differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So I guess since we was talking about General Hospital, we can, we can hop over there because the big story was, so Shaw Shaw is the person? Really? Oh, Really? And to answer your question, David, I think this is a re- Okay. All right, General Hospital, whoever is writing at this point, but Dan and Chris, I'm throwing you under the fire. I feel as though this is a misstep yet again because I clearly recall that this was supposed to be a guy or somebody older. Now, what I think is that this isn't all Charlotte. I think there's somebody else in the picture. But I also noticed, did anybody notice the tarot cards? Yes. That Charlotte had? Mm-hmm. And I, yes, I did. And I said this I said this last night. I remember Victor giving uh, Sam tarot cards, and I know it was to deactivate um, Drew or program Drew. So when I saw those cards, I kept thinking to myself, is this really Shaw Shaw or is she being programmed? Uh-huh, mm-hmm. because he had her in that school. We don't know who she became when she was locked up in the school. Right. And then you got Jake, which I was like, oh, yeah. cake. I'm like, cake, hashtag cake. But then I started thinking about Jake. Unless you, General Hospital, whoever is writing, I'm going to tell you something. If oh, my God, they're going to turn them into the natural bone killers. Mickey, well, and what was her name? Wait a minute, but remember this. Jake remembered seeing Billy Miller's version of Jason on Cassadon Island. Yeah. We never we right. never got any other confirmation. We never found out what Jake went through on Cassadon Island. No, so they never showed. tell me, right, so if hindsight, let's just say, hindsight, you have them programming, I don't know, but for some reason, GH, you have something interesting. I don't want this to be a mental storyline. 
I don't even want that. Like, to me, it's been the whole Charlotte misses her mom, but she faults her father for a lot of stuff. But at the same time, I'm like, huh, something's not adding up. And I need for them to play this deep. That I feel as though, like, again, this is Valentine's story here. I don't, I, like, for some, there's so many ways they can go with this, but I feel as though this is going to be one of those stories. I, where I again, like the idea that she's yeah. programmed to trigger Jake to do whatever he was programmed to do on Cassadine Island. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole legacy thing. That's, that was part of Victor's will. Only, only, uh, uh, what's his name? The father. Valentine, Valentine, sorry. Only Valentine yeah. can break the, you know, the programming that's in them, but he's got to find whatever cube that sets them off. I could see this being a very interesting storyline if it goes that way. I'm okay, okay with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Just, okay, then what's up with this Santa thing? I, I don't know. You were right, Candace. You were right. It went off the rails. It was moving towards interesting. They had a direction, and then they pulled the rug out from Andre. Though I will say And they give it okay. Charlotte. I was so, okay, but I'm, I'm going to skip over to another storyline just for a second, because I was so into Miss Will being all flirty and, and flipping in the club with the bull thing. I thought that was a great scene. Otherwise, the storyline sucks. I'm really confused, General Hospital. You, you, you took us on a path, and, and now you're going off on, on all the other tangents again. Kansas, am I wrong? No, and this is before the strike happened. This is, this is, this, I, I'm just going to say this, General Hospital. You're going to hear this a lot. I don't understand the writing process that you guys have over there right now. I feel as though there's four shows going on and nothing is really like, and you notice I said four, because I feel as though like every, when I'm watching General Hospital, I feel as though we're we're breaking it into four shows, four little shows. Yes. It's Sunny, Carly, um, you know, Mob World story. Right. Then there's then there's the you know the Porsche Curtis Marshall Don't drama blah blah blah, blah. Don't get me started with that. The only show that I'm then you got the in, Sasha. Right, you got the you got the, yeah the the hospital section of it. Then you have yeah. what I like to call um, the young like the younger version of Port Charles. Yep. Before the vampires, y'all. Like, if y'all was a true Port Charles fan, you know what I'm talking about. But before the vampires? Me, just, yeah, before the vampires. Yeah, before they broke it up into when the arts. When, when it was Jack, when it was Jack, Lindsay, When it was an actual Jamal, soap opera. Yeah, Allison. Like, we actually had good... Girl, come back. Candace, okay, you're back. still here. Um, yeah. But right now, I just feel as though General Hospital is all over the place. And... <laughs> But always nice to see Mrs. Wu. I just need them to utilize her a little bit heavier in a storyline that needs to start being put together. And yep. if she did something like with the paternity, like the paternity. And where's Brad? This show. I'm going to be nice. 
I talked to my soap therapist. They told me to try to be nice for General Hospital. But it's hard. It's difficult. Uh, I'm just, I'm just taking um, my head. What, so. can what can we do? Okay, I'm just going to say it. Thank you for giving us Blair. I, I, I enjoyed it. It, it. it was so it was okay. Um, no. No. Can I do it? Can I do it? Please, can I do it? It was okay. Please, please. That's, that's where I leave it. Go ahead, Candace. Go ahead. Okay. I told y'all. I told y'all. I told, let me, wait a minute. I'm going to do Anthony. I told you. I told you. So I told you. I told you. All right, General Hospital fans, this is to you only. Listen to what I'm saying. General Hospital fans, I saw all of the, 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 the comments. I, 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 I've said this. You guys want General Hospital. You want your show, your characters, totally and agree. your storylines. Hold on. And there was a way to do it because it Blair had relationships it. in Port Charles. Hold this, on. Those scenes made no sense. We didn't need no. them. They added nothing to the storyline. They gave us a, a little brief, oh, my little son's dad. Oh, my God. I was so, I felt wounded. I felt stabbed multiple times in my heart. Soap style, you know, soap style. Me too. I, I was cured the next day. But, but I felt the stabbing. And I have a I question, I have a question for you, too. I have a question Go ahead, for you, David. Too. David Vickers, really? Oh my God! Wait a minute. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Let me. Anthony, let me go. Let me go. Okay. Now, now, to the one like to live fans who watches General Hospital, I'm talking to you guys. I felt your pain when they said that Blair slept with David David Vickers. I said, hold up, time out. I need more explanation for this. And see, this is where the problem lies, because. You first of all, it's always nice to see Cassie DePata back on ABC. Let me mm-hmm. say that again for those the people in the back. Her on ABC, all Blair Kramer all the time. Okay, thank you. To me, you 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 did you did you, Frank Frank. I know this is you. I know this is you. You did what you was going to do. You shocked us. You shocked us when you said David. Now, if you would have said Max Holden. I would have been like, yup, yup, okay. You could have said that her and Todd got drunk one night. You mean yep. to tell me. You mean to, or even just for the, the, the fun of it all. You could have said, wait a minute, no, you could have said Cutter. And I'm going to tell you why oh. I said that. Yeah. Because, oh. Again, oh, because he's now Cody. Right. You could have had Josh Kelly run on by or something yes. like that when she said, it could have been a cute little thing, but again, I know people don't want to acknowledge the online version of One Life to Live, which you should, because that would have made more sense if Cutter and her got together, okay? But yeah, when you whatever. said David, I was like, nah, not the one that sold the baby and made her go crazy, made her sick, and not for nothing. Where, so what does that mean about Dorian? Like, I yeah. need some answers. I understand the shock value of it all, and I understand to the General Hospital only fans. You didn't understand why people were going off of social media. But to the One Life to Live fans, 
this was such a like, wait a minute, uh-oh. Yep. But here's the problem now. This is what I was, this is what I was saying. You had Cassie DePava on for two episodes. Yes, on Friday, she dealt in, you got the bad story about her and Martin, that Martin stole the idea, that Lucy ran with it, and all that stuff. Okay. On Monday, and this was the day that I kept saying, we need some, you know, general hospital, like, they have been doing this a lot. They take the second day of whether it's yeah. Jackson Montgomery or Nord Buchanan, and now we can now add Flair Kramer to give us some light on what's been going on the last past years in Landview and Pond Valley. And this is where it's irritating because it's like for us who lost all my children and one life to live, we still have more questions than answers. Because, again, you said David Vickers, again, the history just came out of nowhere. It's like, uh-uh, if there's one person that would sleep with David, it would have been Kelly. But we're never going to see any of that, and that's the that's the it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a mixture because again we're happy to see Cassie DePava back on ABC, but okay now I'm going to step in there and I'm going to say this ABC if this was a test to see if um, Cassie DePava still had the Blair in her oh yes. <laughs> She passed. She's definitely still Blair. There is so much storyline you could actually weave her into. Give her a six-month contract, bring her on, and play this all out like a, like a lot of fun. Have her go see her friend Carly, have them talk, have them understand, et cetera, but et cetera, Anthony, et cetera. Anthony, mm-hmm. you, know, you know I love you, right? You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. General, Ho- General Hospital, the current General Hospital, the current state of general hospital can't do that yet. And the reason, and this is why I said I get that Frank wanted to do this because, again, now that you have the rights back, you can do it, but not at the expense of general hospital because right now general hospital is all over the place. It's not like it was back in 2013 or 2012. Okay, you know what? Yes, and that is the larger conversation. Because what, right. what they have to do is they have to pull these dangling storylines together, and they have the perfect place to pull it together with, and that is Miss Selena Wu. Miss Selena Wu is actually tied to most of these storylines either directly or tangentially. And if you start weaving mm-hmm. it all back together, instead of waving, oh, my God, Mason Austin, the mystery boss, you know, pull it up, let's roll it on back. It's been yeah. Cyrus and Wu all along. Cyrus and Wu. Now we got the warden. Oh, my God, we got the warden, the warden. too. She got warden. an agenda. Uh-uh. I don't care about the warden. I don't know what her problems are because we don't know her, and I don't want to know her. There's too many people in this storyline. You start chopping, like, okay, the Gregory ALL storyline. Okay, I'm going to start right there. Literally just did the storyline three years ago. Now, if you're going to tell me that he was misdiagnosed, I'm going to have another problem with this because I feel as though if you don't know what to do, this is a golden rule of soap, folks. Everybody come around. If you don't know what to do with a character that's been on for almost a year, two years, you have to do two things. 
write the character off, okay, until you figure out how you're going to utilize this character. Do not waste our time as well as their time while, while trying to figure it out as you go along. This is lazy. Yeah, both of them having a deadly disease, hoping we're going to care for them, which actually I'll give you just a little bit of credit, General Hospital. You actually made a good number of us care for him. But don't make it – yeah, yeah, there's a a nice fan base out there that does care about him and is, you know – yeah, yeah, it's kind of cute. But no (laughs) – don't put him in a, and, and then all of a sudden he was misdiagnosed or somebody gets the mystery cure, mystery magical, the alien landed. And because when the, you know, know who they're going to bring back next. Whatever. Because you, did you guys get the hint of who they're going to bring back next on General Hospital? Yeah, they no. want to bring Matt. Matt. <clears throat> yeah, Griffin. They want to bring back Griffin. Yeah. There's thought. For what? The cure Gregory? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But see, but oh, now I don't know think, if I believe that, but that well, talk is out there. It's a couple of things. It's the what the dialogue. Okay, I believe that as much as I believe that the, the way they're doing Nicholas is to quote unquote set the grand re- reveal for when Tyler Christopher takes the role back. I don't think that's happening. No. And Here's if that is what, what's happening, yeah. you're playing the storyline so stupid. But go ahead. Well, Sorry, go ahead. I, I, but here's the thing. That's the, that's the that's the problem because again, let's okay. Let's 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 all pull it back a little bit. Let's pull it back because there's some hitting agendas going on with this storyline. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like Michael Easton. Okay. Let me let me preface this right now. The character of Finn has expired. And they, they kind of tried, agree. They tried everything and everything to make this character pop. Here's the thing. You had him with Hayden. You had him with Anna. You made the valuable mistake. Let me say this for the people in the back of connecting him to Elizabeth's story with her, with her parents. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was I didn't care where, for that. This is such a, a, a slap. That was such, that, that to me was the dust of Finn to me, was like you're trying to really make him work. And I'm not going to say whose fault it is, but this is one of those times where it's like, okay, we need to cut him. But, oh, wait, wait, we're going to give him the emotional story of he could be Chase's father. So we bring in Jackie Templeton. Played by Kim Delaney. How dare y'all waste Kim Delaney like that, General Hospital? I know. I know. I mean, I know. How? He should have been used more. I know. How? How did you they not did have a scene with her dirty. and Michael E. Knight? How did you not have a scene with her and Michael E. Knight? My question today. Oh no. Okay, Candace, let it go. Okay. They did. Oh, I had to blink. I must have missed it. What was that quickie? Okay. Oh, no, well, so- oh, soccer. Oh, my um, God, that's oh. right. Okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. It. it was with Valentine, that's right. Because oh, when he said okay. that, I'm like, no, they didn't. And then he I'm like, with Val- yes, go ahead, girl. Okay, uh, again, must have missed it um, on purpose. Okay, so then you have him and his father. 
his father comes back. There's a lot of, you know, broken, you know, spirits and stuff. And now he's dying. Yeah, Curtis Pato. Curtis Pato. Go ahead. Yeah, he's, di- he's dying. He's dying. ALS. We just did this storyline. You're now trying Curtis to. Pato, ju- Curtis Pato. Curtis here's, here's the thing. General Hospital, I understand what season this is. This is every real season. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um. You're trying really hard for Gregory and for Michael to get an Emmy nominations here. The problem is, is that I'm going to say it. <clears throat> Neither character is working. It's not Michael Easton's fault. It's not Gregory's fault. It's the writing for the characters that is doing a disservice to him. This is one of those times where General Hospital, you have literally 40-something cast members on your show. You need to take a page out of your book from the 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. around that time of the year where some soaps forget about this. It's called sweeps. You need to do something now because you can have another Port Charles Hotel fire. You could have something like Selena Wu and them going bloodshed crazy, Okay and people get caught up or people make a decision to leave Port Charles because it's, too, it's not too safe. You have that storyline going on, right? Okay. No offense, but Willow. David, I'm sorry to say Wait, that. Wait, hold up, Candace. I'm going to stop you, you right here. I agree. You have Miss Jane Elliott as Tracy, and you have her bickering stupidity, Miss Gregory. Just to, I mean, come on. Come on, come on, come I mean, on. Now, here's the crazy part. I have a funny feeling I know how they're going to write him out just based off of that alone. Just because I was over here questioning that. I was like, why would you have Tracy and Greg? Like, I see, I see something, but I'm not invested uh-huh. because, again, I'm not invested. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that we're uh-huh. on time with Jane Elliott. So, to me, are you guys kind of starting to wrap up something and maybe and, this is something that's going to be together. together. Right. Yep. Because, and I'm going to be honest with you, the whole Alexis stuff, have her be a lawyer, I guess. I swear, I can't, I can't, I can't. This is as bad as Newman Media. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, because to me, Alexis, when I saw Alexis going over the legal stuff, I was like, I missed her being a lawyer. Her place, like General Hospital, you've been writing a lot of your characters out of character, and I need for somebody to reel it back in because I'm like, Alexis as sort of like, you know, the Lewis Lane and all that stuff is not working. I'm going to say this right now. General Hospital, and I love Avery. Get it, don't get it twisted. Esme's got to go, and I'm going to tell you why. Y'all have done a disservice to this character. Y'all, I mean, y'all played it so backwards that it's not even funny anymore. It's like yeah, it's been a year now. It's been a it's been a full year almost since she's had amnesia. I'm gonna help you guys out a little bit, Anthony David. And you guys, you guys watch soap, so you know what I'm gonna say. The Spencer and Trina, y'all need to stop using Esme to do that with the with Trina and Spencer. To me, what you could have done. Okay. Okay. Check this out. Spencer and Trina are already in their couple era. This is months ago, okay? You could have had it where, okay, Esme does have amnesia. You know, that's how I said it, right? Okay. And 
she's kind of like loopy. Special force. Okay, is but hold up, Candace. Just factor in. Cameron is coming back in two weeks. Okay, but still, it's still the yeah. so the I think that's going to play into this whole situation. But see, so again, I think I'm we're going to see in, a little bit. But see, it's a little no. too late because because here's the thing. No, honey, hear that. me, hear me. She's uh-huh. going to meet him with amnesia. They're going to, you know, re, you know, they're not not meet him, but reconnect with him with the amnesia. They're going to have that little flirtatious thing going. It's going to feel all that. And then, bam, she's going to get her memories back. And she's going to have to make moral choices and things. Oh, we're going to have to go through it with her. And is then, you know, all we're going to find out, is anyone going to find out the whole, I see the whole storyline anime. I can tell you, I'm going to tell you that, again, it's a little too late. Because I'm going to tell you why I said this. To me, she should have also been the one to find out what Dex was really up to. Yep. Blackmail on blackmail or blackmail, okay? To me, you could have had where Esme got her memory back, but she's playing. She's playing now because she now got the sympathy of Trina. She got a little bit of, you know, jaw sex. You know, like she's playing the innocent victim. But behind closed doors, she is plotting like nobody's business. And this is where Dex comes in, like, or does something. And Esme is starting to freak out. She's like, okay, please don't tell them that, that my Marie's back. And then Dex is like, well, what's in it for me? And Esme is like, I, I, me? I don't know. I, you know, I won't do anything, I, you know. But then that's when Esme finds out that Dex was behind the phone call to call Sonny and them all in. So it's sort of like, I'm going to black, you think you're going to blackmail me with something? Guess what? I can blackmail you even harder because I'm going to tell your precious Jocelyn that you're the one who called and all this stuff about Sonny and everything and that you were working for Michael and all that stuff. You could have played it during, and I'm going to tell you when, the summer. Yeah. And it would have been interesting. Right. You're also, like, could also be titillating. Like, there could have been such a big story. But I feel as though once you reveal that, first and foremost, Esme was not the hook killer, the hook, you know, and you don't have neither her parents on the set, you know, you don't have Heather, you don't have Ryan. You really have isolated her into trying to figure out. This reminds me of what they did with Nell back in the day before they wound yep. up. You have her just there, though. Like, and then you got Laura and Alexis and all of them saying, oh, she's such a good girl. She's such a wonderful. The heck? Who is, who is these people? The pod people. That's the story <laughs> on General Hospital. <laughs> but, but, no, yeah. I'm just saying, like, you really, you know, that's another person you can cut. The, the Molly TJ storyline, look, I'm not going to say it, but I'm going to say it. It's, take the actress out. The problem with the storyline is, one, we don't see Molly and TJ that much for us to even care about a surrogate. Two, Molly versus Christina, I'm going to be honest with you. If you had the I OGs don't know where that came there, from. Right. If you had the, but here's the thing. If you had the OGs there and you played that beat, meaning we would actually see Christina and Molly on a regular instead of three months, you know, separated, yeah. I would probably care. They have ruined, I'm going to be honest, the Davidson girls, it's, it's not the same anymore. The writing isn't there anymore. It's literally strangers that I'm seeing. I don't feel connecting. If you would bring back Phyllis's, 
I'm just saying this, Felix's sister and TJ slept together. That's your story. If you want Molly to be a mama so bad, and I'm talking about it, all of a sudden have Felix's sister come back to Port Charles and be like, hey, y'all, oh, this is my son. Um, yeah, this is um, Tyrone James. Um, we call him TJ. What? We mean call him TJ. Yeah, we call him TJ. And then somebody says, you know, he's kind Yeah, like, he kind of looks like, you know, that could be the story, to find out that TJ is already a father. How would that impact him and Molly? Like, come on, it's not that hard, GH, but you need to start trimming the fat real quick because, you know, we're trying to get skinny so we can get ready for Thanksgiving. So yep. it's just, but to go back to the Blair Kramer stuff, if this was 2013, heck, if it was 2013 all back, because we all remember when they used to do these crossovers. You would have yeah, Sky, you would have Rex, but another factor is you had all my children and one life to live on. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have that, and that's the problem. I'm speaking to the one life to live all my children fans who are watching General Hospital. And for the General Hospital fans, it's like, who cares? Who cares about Blair yeah. Kramer and, and Jackson Montgomery and Naga Funga Noga? I don't know. They just want their show. You know, they just want their show to be balanced and the pacing and 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 good storylines and good But I payoff. understand both sides because it has always been my number one show, and yet I love all three of the shows. Right. So the little right. tidbits mean something to me, and when it was David Vickers, I was like, no, 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 you didn't just uh-uh. do that. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. Wait, Anthony, did you do the whole stop your foot, like, kind of like, wait a minute, let me rewind that moment back in my head. Did she just say David Vickers, or am I going yeah. crazy? Okay. I, I did this. I did this spit take version of it. I was sipping out of a you know a metal water bottle with a metal straw, and I went all over. And I went, oh. no, no. I said, no, 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 no. He he did not do that to us because I did. I blame that on Frank. I said he did not do that to and, us. And, and you know what? And, 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 and then my second thought was, I'm going to have to try to explain this to people because people consider me a, a bit of a soap opera guru. I can't explain this. Yeah. This was not a good move. And then, you know, and then you know what else irked me? Okay, check this out. If I was in charge of General Hospital or the writers, you know, being one of the, you know, ad writers, I would have done this just for the fun. Because they did this. I remember when they did this, when Ron and Frank did this, with Kelly Monaco and Michael Easton. Yeah. To me, I was hoping. The, I, I swear I was hoping. That Blair Kramer and Austin uh-huh. would be at the bar or something, and Blair's like looking, like kind of like it could have been, been a fake. It wouldn't have been no dialogue. It would just been like Blair was just coming out, you know, coming, you know, out of a building or something, and she bumps into Austin, and he was like, "I'm sorry," and Blair's just looking, and then you know they go off in different directions after looking at each other and fade out. That would have been so cute and such a nod that, yes, yep. we did. We, we do know what you guys wanted to see, kind of that. Because if you guys know, if y'all didn't know real quick before we move on, Cassie the Poppy said in an interview, she didn't know Roger was going to be on set, and Roger didn't know that Cassie was coming to GH. So if, if you saw the pictures, 
it was literally genuine. Like, Roger was so happy to see Cassie and vice versa. And people was like, oh, you would think. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I'm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Done. Okay. So I guess we're going to go to Salem and – and and I I can't take the lead on this one. I, I can't. I'm 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 I'm, I'm for Clemson. I'm for Clemson. No, Someone let, take I'm the lead David on David. Let David do it. Let David do it. Well, go ahead, David. Salem. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, where do you want me to start, Teresa? No, that no. Save that, save that for last. Save that for last. Save that one for last. Yeah. Direct right. him, Candace. Direct him. Okay. Direct and, me, please. Um, okay. So the first story we want to talk about on Days of Our Lives um, is, I'm just going to get this over with, Sean slept with Talia. Oh. Tune in tomorrow. <laughs> um, and then Sean going to come downstairs and said that Jada told him, like, let him stay there. And they asked, they were talking to Jada, and Jada had no clue what the heck they were talking about. So apparently, you know, oh, well. And Okay. <sighs> you Are know, we into the era where we're going to have uh, the massive uh, exits right now? Um, not yet. I mean, well, starting October, October thirteenth, we're going to have two of them. Well, actually, no. Starting no, starting sooner because uh, 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 Jen Lilly. And then the following yeah. weeks are going to be, yeah. Um, so we got we have some more with Jen, yeah. We got, I think maybe one more, two more. But then the young lady who's placed Talia, she's leaving too. Which brings me to my point. Days of our lives. Ron, what? Jamie, what? All you guys, you guys. Hi, I'm Candace. I said this six months ago, and I would like to thank you guys for proving me right. You know, Talia was supposed to be a good character. She was. She was supposed to be kind of an interesting character, kind of mix it up a little bit and and whatnot. You paired her up with, um, what was that boy's name? I can't think of his name. What was Salone's brother's name? Colin. Colin. Yeah, see, that that, that proves my point, by the way. Six months later, don't remember him. Um, mm-hmm. You had you had no idea, no direction where Talia was going at. Let's be let's be honest, you didn't, because you had her, and this is not the actress's fault. This is a writing decision. You had her, mm-hmm. you know, kind of drop her identity because she was in love, and you could have played a real important beat because again, it doesn't have to be physical, but emotional abuse. Okay, you could have played that. Then you had her with, with Chanel. Next. Matt. Then you, 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 then you go ahead and you dangle her. This is what I'm talking about. When you have a character and you just don't know yep. what to do with this character. So then you do the one thing that you should have done with another character. And you have her sleep with Sean. Now, I know what y'all saying to y'all stuff. Candace, but oh my God, this is great for Sean because Bella's always been the cheater. Can I tell y'all something? Can I tell you? Can I tell you something? I don't care. I'm going to tell you why I don't care. Because this isn't the first time 
that Sean slept with somebody outside of his marriage. Let me take you back almost a year ago where he slept with who he thought was Belle, but really was oh, Dan geez. Spears. Ding, ding, it, ding, ding, it ding. Was it was considered a rape storyline for those who don't know. Sean was raped, okay? They dropped they the ball on that. Right. Okay. You have Belle and EJ. Okay. That was interesting, but you dropped that ball too. You don't show me Bell and Sean. You don't show Bell and Sean for quite a hot minute until Bo got shot and everything. But still, so now you have Talia and Sean sleeping together, slept together because Sean feels all kinds of things. I could have bought this a little bit more if I had seen them a little bit more. So let me guess what's going to happen, Days. Unprotected sex, and homegirl is leaving. Could this actually be the child that was supposed to have happened with Sean yep. that we're going to see years later? Okay, guess what? Mm. I don't care. Anthony, take it away. Okay. Anthony Candace doesn't care. I don't. I don't. I don't care either. I'm going to say this. <laughs> Six months ago, I said to you, to you Dave, I said, okay, you've given us this check. All right, you've got something interesting here. I gave you a couple of ideas of what to do with her. You chose not to listen. You put her in awkward situation after awkward situation. And then you're going to give us the she is running out with Sean's baby storyline. No, 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 no. Are we going to okay. find out she's pregnant and then she leaves? Or are we going to, is she just going to leave? Okay. You think? I so, don't care. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out some way. I don't know fucking, ooh, excuse my language. Kristen will probably find out somehow. Sure. I mean, children might find out. Like, to me, like, okay, if you're going to try to cause angst between Sean and Belle, and see, this is where Candace is going to get on her high horse. To me, Belle and Sean should be leading the pack of storylines. They should. For, for days not to be invested in Belle and Sean is a, it's, a, it's just wrong. It's an outrage. Right. The fact that we're, about to, that we're losing Martha Madison in a couple – that actually hers is coming up soon, too. The fact that yep. we're losing Martha Madison, you really dropped the ball on Sean and Belle in this stage of the game because there were so many avenues that you could – actually going back to him being raped. Let me repeat that for the people in the back. He was raped, okay? A man was raped on Days of Our Lives. Shocking, I know. But the problem is, is that you don't have any investment in Bella Sean, and I can honestly say that because in the last couple of years, I'm sitting here, I was really sitting here, and I was because again with Brandon Beamer saying this, that his version of Sean never had scenes with John Anderson, and I was like, no, nah, no, nah, that's not right. Mm. That that's that's not right. That's but true. it is right. But yep. it's true. Yep. That, that's the that's the that's when I was I was like, wait a minute, okay. Yes, they are the, the the children of two popular super couples of all time. 
there should be a little bit more investment in Bell and Sean, but it's not. So now you're going to do this whole, well, Sean finally got to be the cheater, and he has to And what, Bell can't and, get over it, and she's got to leave. Right, right. It's kind of like, okay, and next. Really, next? Yeah. <laughs> David, what do you feel about this? I feel... Uh... There are some things that I wasn't aware of that Brandon and John never had a scene together. So that oh. that's like so nope. then knowing that nope. it doesn't fall things aren't falling right for me. They never I think I I think I remember one scene that they had. But what we're saying, uh, David, is think about not, how many storylines where there should have been or could have but been interaction. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, all right, you know, we're, we're going to hold back on Teresa a little bit. Um, I, 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 I'm baffled and confused. I'm baffled and confused. You're breaking all these all these relationships up to do what? There's sort of a... a a cohesive blowing up of all relationships right now. Kansas, do you know what I mean? Like, who are you talking about? I know what you mean. <laughs> There's no unity. Well, some of them, because I'm thinking of one right now, and I'm just, like, shaking my head because I'm just like, Dad, you really, you've not only ruined that parent, but you also ruined the character in this. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I don't know if it was the same character you're talking about or whatnot, but I'm talking about Sarah. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. They. They. She broke. Y'all. Y'all. Okay. Go ahead, Candace. Sarah Horton. When you first had her come on, she was smart. She was savvy. She. She had it all together. When you paired her up with Xander, there was a change in that man. Like, he really was in love with her. Like, we hear it mm-hmm. all the time, is love can change a bad boy, okay? They were that couple. They were, they, were, they were sugar and spice and everything nice, especially when he took off his shirt. What's up, Paul? Yep. I agree. After she Keep left, going, after she left, and came back, I have no idea what happened. To me, this character is just a walking cartoon. And, again, this is nothing to do with Lindsay, because I heard a lot of people saying this. It's, again, the writing and the fact that you really don't know this character anymore. You have let this character go off the rail. Okay. We got her being pregnant. She's passing off as wrecked baby. Rep, I'm going to deal with you later. You're doing the right. same thing that you did last time. You didn't learn anything? Okay. Now you out of obligation 
you feel as though, like, okay, I still can't tell Xander that this baby. So you named the child after Victor and Maggie. I was, I was howling. I was like, okay. Now we have it where you, you asked Maggie, David and Anthony, listen to what this girl did. She asked Maggie to marry her and Rox. Hmm. Yep. That, that was awful real. I'm like, hold up. And then you got Rex. You better be glad you're pretty because stupidity <laughs> is all over your face. How y'all going to have an open conversation with Phillip's like, I got to tell you something. Xander's the father. I'm not. And how convenient was Chloe just standing there? I'm like, okay, Chloe, now I know you ain't going to be able to talk because, baby, you have kept some paternity secrets yourself, so we're not going to do this today. But I'm just thinking to myself, okay, what? like, you ruined, literally, Xander and Sarah was that couple. Like, in all honesty, I, I, I really did enjoy it. I found myself actually falling for them. But the writing for Sarah Horton. My God. It's like if you compare her, and, 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 and here's the thing, it's the same writer, so I can't say, you know, it was wrong. You take a look at the first two years she was on the show versus the last couple of weeks, two different characters. You lost, Thank you. You, lost you lost her sight. You lost sight. I didn't mean it like that. But, you know, you lost, you lost her characteristics. You lost something along the way, and sadly, you're not going to be able to get it back, especially did about this baby. you see that downfall, Candace? Um, when she came back as Renee, like after she was yep. cured from being Renee. Yep. Like when she became yep. Sarah again, when she became Sarah again, and, you know, her and Xander had that angst and all that stuff, I felt as though you really just made that decision that they're not going to be the end game anymore, which is fine. Let me preface this. Right now they don't have to be, but at least give me some kind of reunion where everything is fine, but then you rip them apart, and then you're going to have her carry the one thing that Xander really did. Like, he loved that baby. Like, yeah, he did a lot of things the first time with that baby, but – he really does want he, – he's now in that state where he wants to be mature and be able to take care, and he loves Sarah. But now you kind of ruin that because of everything under the moon and the stars and, the, and everything, and then you got Rex. And I'm just like, wow, you really ruined them. So, you know. I'm yep. like, oh. I I – can't really add anything more to that. David, go ahead, go with Teresa. Well, Teresa comes back for the funeral, and she ends up um, trying to find follow Brady and and Alex to Greece, and all of that. And we get a surprise from Daddy, who brings the things. From Victor's house, and uh, we do know that there is that chance 
that she might have done something to change that will, I wouldn't put it past her. Um, we don't know how much time that was, but uh, what do you think? Three simple letters? Like A-L-E. I said. A-L-E. Here's my thing. And I got deep real quick about this. Yeah. When it was broadcast to social media via Soap Opera Digest that Alex was Victor's son, I started laughing because I knew every fan was going to go crazy over this. Mm. But, but this tells me something. If you, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you, if you are a Days of Our Lives fan, you understand why this might be a thing. Let me break it down to you. Once upon a time, there was a yep. character named Angelica. Y'all remember Angelica yep. by Jane Elliott? She yep. was Priggers. Victor. And Judith Chapman, too. Yep, and Judith Chapman. Well, this mostly was Jane Elliott. So Victor knew that it was a possibility that was Justin's kid, but Angelica was involved with Neil Curtis, who is whose father? Everybody? Come on. Sarah's sister. Sarah's father. daddy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mhm. So then, Victor, in order to kind of do some stuff to get her away from Neil, was like, "I'll pass that baby off as my baby and marry you." But that didn't happen. Now, years later, we're dealing with this. This is what I love about when history is played, and some people don't know that like that little bit of history. But also, Xander's name is not really Xander. No, it's Alejandro. I can't pronounce it. But it it sounds the same. Right. And not for nothing. Do you know how many Alexander Karyakis are in the Karyakis' family? I'm just saying. So to me, I feel as though there's a couple of things here. One, a lot of people are saying, they didn't have any idea what they were. This is what I'm talking about. Obviously, the funeral was a bust because everybody was like, well, this person should have been there, da, 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 da. I always yeah. say what happens after the funeral is the story. To me, we it's have a goal. lot of beats. Yeah. Right. We have a lot of beats. Where was Victor going other than seeing Bo and Hope? Does Megan, does, um, Megan DeMira have something to do with this? Okay? Because I don't think this was an accidental. Like, I don't think this was like, you know, like, oh, he was on a plane and all of a sudden went down. No, I think there was somebody who tampered with this. Uh-huh. We also got to think about the fact that Vivian and him was still legally married. Does Vivian have something to do with this world change? Right? There's so many beats being played that I think before the story even started, people was already turning their nose up at it because, yeah, you do have Teresa because here's the thing. Teresa... I don't like how Teresa is right now, but I can't say she's out of character because when she needs something, she desperately does something. Case in point, uh-huh. when John was in a coma, she blamed Brady, even though she's the one who did it. The fact is is that she's been trying to – she keeps saying, like, Alex was like, so what are you trying to do? And Teresa's like, I'm trying to make Brady jealous. And I'm thinking, so you're using Alex. So Alex is already in the web of Teresa, you know, stuff like that. 
Right. I'm curious as to what's going to happen, especially um, today, spoiler alert, Maggie and Justin saw the will and was kind of right. completely and shocked. And Joko's letter. So right. maybe Teresa didn't do anything. I'm good, but I'm not going to take her off my suspect list. Like, I feel as though Vivian, her, and I'm going to say a third party. I don't know who the third party is, but to me, this could be a really good storyline because I want to tell you right now, and I know why people are turning their noses up at it because I'm going to just say it, pull the wall off, is because of Robert. I'm going to say this, though. Robert, Wally Curse, if the material is there, it's about to be it, on. Yep. It's yep. about to be on. Yep. And, yep. and, yes, I'm bringing Paul Tapner in this because, obviously, we know if you connect the dots, you probably can figure this out. To me, this is a good story that's going to use Vivian, Maggie, Teresa. You're going to have a lot of people. It was always nice to see Charles. I was like, hey, Jay. I was like, hey, what's up? What's up? Good job, Jay, for keeping that quiet, by the way. You're doing good with these casting announcements, by the way. But then you have, you know, not only that, but we also got a little bit, like with Teresa at the funeral, she said that Tate couldn't come. Which I was like, really? But then they get a phone call. Apparently he's been expelled. Uh, uh, uh. Tate, what'd you do? What did you do? Or are you a part of a plan with your mm. mom? Are y'all going yeah, all this now? I, and let, right. you, let, you, let you get to know little Rachel. Let you get to know little Rachel. Mm-hmm. Now, we do know that it was confirmed today, even though if you saw the ice cream photos that they took last week for celebrating one year at Peacock, you probably saw them. Right. But they have a new actress who's playing uh, Holly and also Tate. So I guess they're going to be a thing. I don't know. Um, we'll see. Dave, you, you have an assignment. You better do it. Justice, or else I'm coming after you. But, yeah, so right now I'm curious as to all of this because I'm just like, I don't think I don't think what everybody is thinking is happening. Like, like to me, Alex is not Victor's child, obviously. But I like the fact that they plan the beat of history, though. That's yeah. what I'm liking. Right. So, they are. We'll see what happens. We want to go B and B. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go B and B. Go ahead, David. <laughs> all right. Um, well, I am still. Like I said two weeks ago, I'm I sort of identify with Eric and RJ's story because um, I'm a man of a certain age and I'm not as old as Eric is, but I I feel those things the same as he does. Um, that he wants to feel useful as he gets even though he's aging, so I feel it's a good it's a good take on ageism. On the other hand, Candace, I remember hearing you from the other what was it last night that mm-hmm. not well they always want to use John for a health storyline. Yep. And this would have been yeah. probably better if they didn't do the ED one. Okay. So I don't know if you guys noticed what my running thing has been tonight. It's been 
it's that time of the season for Emmy reels when they're starting to get really, like, emotionally charged for next year's Emmy, you know, nominations and stuff like that. My problem, and this is, a, it's funny that you said that because around this time last year, well, the year before was the EB stuff. It was around this time frame. My thing is, is that mm-hmm. John McCook, all this this whole year, you haven't really done much with him. I mean, yeah, the Carter and Quinn stuff, you know, you didn't really have him much involved in with Steffi, was shy, you know, all that stuff. Okay. You then have him have this outburst of, you know, people, it feels like people are not acknowledging him, like he's not even a, a thought anymore, which is fine because it's your company. But then when you go ahead to try to, again, make this story work and connect, you do two things. One, based off of his age, you go ahead and you have him have a health scare or a health crisis. That's what pulls in the emotional part versus him just being really upset of how the company has taken shape how people have kind of walked away from the vision of the company, how it's not really much a family unit. It's a me, me, oh, me, me. Candace, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break it down in one word for you. He's like Victor Newman. You don't turn it into a tantrum. Right. You don't, you you don't, don't take turn away, it into a tantrum. Right. You don't take away what works to try to make it your own. Plus, okay, real time, it's so many scandals that force the creations that it's not even funny. So to me, you could have done that without the, you know, health crisis. You could have had, you know, RJ, and this is what I'm going to say about Bold. I'm kind of disappointed with you guys with RJ. To me, RJ should have came in because this is not the first time we've dealt with a teenage version of RJ, okay? You could have mm-hmm. had RJ kind of on the fence of what he wants to do. Does he want to be a content creator? Does he want to be, like, you know, one of these social media people? Like, does he want, does he think he has a hand into fashion design? Do he, you know, where is his place? And this is where Eric can say, you know, you remind me a little bit of your father. However, I'm not going to tell you. And you have RJ kind of looking at his grandfather, kind of, you know, like kind of studying him a little bit. And then you have RJ kind of blend in, like, say, hey, Granddad, did you ever think about, you know, maybe um, doing Forrester Creations via video game or content? Like, bridge that gap where you're teaching your grandfather something new, but still, like, it's something that he likes. You could have done that, and that gets under somebody's skin a little bit of, wait a minute, Pop-Pop never really did this with me. You know, why is yep. he doing this? Like, you, you could have really done that without the whole he has arthritis. And I'm going to tell you something. People who have arthritis. Probably not arthritis. They, right. But, see, that's the problem. It's like, again, just like Gregory on, on, on General Hospital, just like hindsight, the rumor about Victor on Young and Restless, just like on Days of Our Lives and whatnot, you have these older characters and you can't think of anything else but a health storyline like not everybody in these age brackets are sick yeah this is a soap trope where 
if the if a storyline isn't working or you need that emotional pull, you go for the medical stuff. Especially, look, we all look. John McCook is a man of a certain age. He's been through um, healthcare, an ED, his wife. Going, you know, he pimped his wife out. You know, he you know had Donna. He you know he's lust after everybody in the Logan family, suffocating. He you know now all of a sudden. And even like, a little bit. Yeah, well, a little bit, yeah. But it's just like, come on now, you can't think of anything else for him. Because here's the thing, this is going to be your next storyline, right? This is going to be the emotional storyline. What's going on with Eric? On a special, bold and beautiful. Rich finds out. And then it's the whole, you know, could this be the final Christmas, the final Thanksgiving? You know, oh, come on. Like, that's it. And then guess what happens in January? You don't see you don't see Eric for a while. Then around March you see him, and he's doing okay. He's you know making progress because you know with arthritis and everything. He's taking Tylenol or bare aspirin. Shout out to them. But and that's it. You're not going to really play on it as uh-huh. much as you quote unquote. Case in point, I'll give you a case, a really good case. Katie still has a bet. Kind of has to have her heart updated, right? When's the last right. time you yep. saw that? What's the last time you saw that? Oh, jeez. Uh, last year or maybe year before? Okay, year before. Pretty point. Yeah, pretty year point. before. Yeah. So, okay. Well, yeah. I'm going to say this. I, I agree 100%. You didn't have to mix the two storylines. He could have actually, you could have actually pulled this storyline off alone. And he is a vital man. And you keep dangling these things, you know, and you make you make other storylines less and less believable. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to prove a point. You don't have to throw, you know, like just because he had amazing material two years ago, you don't have to put him through the ringer like, you know, what's next? Is he going to find like his granddaughter chopped head in his bed? You, you, you know, you don't have to bring out every emotion you can possibly get. It could have stood on its own, and and I think you're playing with fire with the dangling of that vitality drainingness of his character. All mm-hmm. right, um, let's go. I know, girl. You must. You must be. You must be ready to go for your younger mm-hmm. wrestlers. Yep. Oh, we ain't gonna talk about. We ain't gonna talk about real quick the rest of both. Come on now. You know you gotta talk about it. Come on, we got to talk about uh, it. Michael Corbett. Okay, there's two things. I, that was yeah, that was a little bit good, but yes. Yes. <clears throat> Let me get myself ready for this. Douglas, Douglas, oh Douglas, trying to hook his parents up. Are y'all kind of now like over Thomas and Hope, or were you under Thomas and Hope, and? What what was this with Douglas? Like literally, what the heck was this? Like I, mm, I, I y'all know what I'm saying. Okay. I told you so. I told you so. I told you so. I told you so three episodes ago. <laughs> I knew this was one of two things that they were gonna do. I knew it. I'm not happy. I can live with it. Let's see what happens. But 
No. <laughs> and your other one, Candace? Yes. <laughs> and then, well, let me just clarify something real quick. Thomas, leave Liam's name out of your mouth. Because, seriously, this is my problem. Okay, first of all, writers. Hi, how you doing? I still need a POV of hope. I do not need Douglas to be drinking the same Kool-Aid as his auntie and his father. By the way, Anthony, mm-hmm. I told you, wait a minute, I told you so. I, I, I told you so. I told you yes, Douglas you was, think, Tom, was Thomas. Yeah. This is my thing. Thomas needs to kind of start worrying about Douglas a little bit because Douglas is a little, yep. I, you, know, I, you know, I love my, my children. But yeah, Douglas is something that y'all need to be focusing on. And hope I understand you have two families. You really do have two families. Now you know how everybody else feels. It's like you can't pick and choose based off of your emotions. Do I think you're using Thomas? Yes, I do, girl, because the thing is you don't want to commit. And I understand because you're scared of commitment right now. You are. Plus, Liam did you dirty. However, Hope, you made this bid. You need to lay in it. And, Thomas, don't you start. Don't you start because here's the thing. You, this is your dream come true right now. But you're going to F this up, too, just like Hope is. I'm yep. sorry. I, still, I can't get on board with this knowing, you know, that. Okay. Deacon Sharp. Deacon Sharp. Deacon Sharp. You are so far gone with Sheila. First and foremost, I'm going to applaud you on something. You you had a boss move. You actually, I'm proud of you for this part because even though everybody is saying this is not in character, I'm sorry. I remember Young and the Russells. I remember certain things from both. Homeboy spent time in jail. You don't think he made connections in jail? Like, in all honesty, to me, him calling the judge and everything, that was kind of a shocker in its own right. But everybody's like saying, oh, this is the end of Deacon Sharp because once people find out, especially Hope, this is going to be the end game. To me, no, it's not because I'm having this weird feeling. I don't know if y'all have had the feeling too. We also got Lee over there telling Finn, you brought this, like, you did this. You got to yep. end Sheila. You got to end Sheila. Finn is over there kind of conflicted, and I understand that. He, he feels as though, like, okay, all I did was do this. Baby, you still don't know your mother. To me, I don't know if Bo is going to do this, because if they do this, I'm going to say this right now on September 25th. If Bo does this, I will be in complete and utter shock if they kill decide Sheila. to kill Sheila Carter off. Yep. Because to yep. me, you have the you have the meat, you have the material for a good meal. You have Sin, who I'm sorry, he's not going to do it organically. He's going to be provoked to do it, especially if Sheila does some harm to his family. You got, he's got Deacon. More than- he got, he got a lot going on because the thing is, is that, but the thing is, is that Finn has always been, to me, and I'm going to separate this, the way that they, they have wrote um, Finn is, he is not like Liam in the sense. I get that. But Finn does not want anybody to touch his face, okay? He wants to protect. Yeah his woman, his queen, and, his, and the children, right? He doesn't want nobody to do that. 
However, let the record show, Finn does have a dark side, y'all. Y'all just haven't yep. seen it in a while. Case in point, he beat the crap out of Vinny. He was like, yep. bop, 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 bop. Him going over to Liam verbally was assaulting. And not for nothing, let's go back three years ago. We still don't know who Finn was because he said he was involved in, with a patient. Those are the little things that it stays in my head because yeah. I'm like, who is Finn? Outside of Steffi, who is Finn? Who is this Jack Finnegan? What, John Jack? Who is he? Who is this guy? Does he have traces of DNA of Sheila in his veins that he tries to shut out? To me, yeah. you're, you're building up. This is classic soap right now. You have so many people. You got Lee, who is pissed off, and rightfully so, that this woman has really just changed the game. You have Jack somewhere. I don't know where he is, but he's somewhere. You got Deacon. You got so many people who does have it out You got Steffi, too. You got Steffi. Heck, you even got Liam. Yes. So to me, if they're setting this up, I want them to do and and wait a minute, hold up, we forgot to icing on the cake. We got because she comes back this week. Taylor. Taylor. Oh, that's oh yeah oh, oh yes <laughs> yeah 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 you know it, it, it honestly there's not much more you could do with Sheila. You can't no, get her out of another. You can't get her out of something else again in another year from now. You can't get, you know, make her crazy again. So you know what? It might be time to kill her. I, I, I'm, I'm, I, 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 when I started to put these pieces, because remember, Kansas and I came to the, you know, we were, we were building up a story here. When I came yep. to this conclusion last week and, and was saying to myself, oh, okay, y'all have all the pieces to do this up right to really do this upright. But let's do us do us one favor as viewers. Give us a couple of really powerful motivators in scenes with Sheila, it, with individual yep. candidates, so to speak. Let her have her glory. Let her blaze out like a rocket ship that we will never see again going out into space. Right, Candace? I want a classic whodunit. I swear, I, and, and, you know, this is no shade to the rest of the show's head writers, but in my opinion, there's only one show that can actually pull this off. Yeah. I'm, yep. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying, and again, but, and, and for those who keep saying, well, Candace, you're, you know, Bonin. No, because here's the thing. Bold and Beautiful still does soap tropes that I can still remember how it was back in the day. Like, Sheila does not have a mental illness. She's, she doesn't have a brain tumor. She doesn't, like, there's no excuse for Sheila. Sheila is Sheila. Rich is always yep. going to be rich. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's been yep. altered to fit a purpose. We've been with Sheila for over 30 years now to the point where yep. it's, like, who is going to put an end to her? Will it be her own child? Will it be a surprise? Find out if they go that direction. But I personally, I really do think they're setting it up right now. I'm just like, mm, could this really happen here? You know what? Here? Have Lauren and Phyllis team up and take a plane out to Los Angeles and just have oh. one holder from behind and strangle the uh, while the other one keeps still from. 
Anthony, 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 oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh. We got a fashion show coming up, don't we? We do. We do. If they reach we out do. and ask Lauren Femmore to come come to judge or something like that, and she sees, first and foremost, we've never gotten the Laura Sheila stuff. I need, before they do anything with Sheila, I need that. I need that moment. Because yeah. I Lauren is a suspect, too. Oh, yep. bro, come on. Come on. Come on. Let's go, bro. Come on, let's do it. I'm ready. You can have you can have our ideas. All you have to do is just write us one liners within this storyline. Screw that. I wanna be on it. I wanna be on the show. I want I, no, seriously, I wanna be in this crowd when they do the fashion show and then it's revealed that Sheila died. Like <gasps> the showstopper. Me too. Me too. No, no, we I got, just want the facial we expression. Y&R before we end. Okay, Y&R, um, Newman Media, Newman Media, Newman Media, Newman Media. I know. Good Candace night. and I are about bored with Newman Media. I'm taking shots now. <laughs> and Adam, I'm a little tired. Hmm. Um, doesn't Anthony, seem like he's this- grown up. No, no, it's, okay. no I, I'm going to tell, tell you. I'm sorry. I told you so. They were going to fall back to the old pattern. They had a great oh, direction. They back, did? No, back, yeah. this, because this is your show. No, no, no. If it was my show, trust me, it would be so much better. Okay. The problem with Young and Rustless right now is – and, 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 yeah, I'm going to say it. This is how the strike really affected a soap opera. This is what happens when you have only one at the helm. Because the problem is is that you really made this show into secession, which I'm pretty sure some of you guys know that show. To me, I understand for years, you know, Young Buses has always been about the Chancellors, the Newmans and the Abbots and Jabot and Newman and everything. But it's to the point where if I hear Newman Media, like I said, one more freaking time, I'm going to scream. To me, okay, you have the power play of Victoria trying to run the world. And Victor is like, no, boo, there's only one Victor Newman, and I'm going to take reins and pull everything back in because I don't know what you were doing. So when Victor came back and had that moment with the, the portrait, which is so iconic, I mean, seriously, I saw it during the Young and the Russell's weekend. Can I tell you I almost cried? I, was, I, felt, yeah. I felt like I was in the living like, I felt like I was touching a celebrity when I did that. But the yeah. thing is, is that Victoria had to have a downfall, a real, a, you know. And when he, he said, well, you know, sleeping with Nate, you know, I was like, oh. But now this is what I'm talking about, the old folks and the health. Because Victor is making some decisions, and Victoria is questioning it. And then you had him yell at Nikki out of nowhere. He yells at Nikki, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, dear God. Like, where did mm-hmm. that come from? So you got to get uh-huh. kind of like, like, yeah, kind of like, okay, I can use this for later. Okay, with Adam. Honey, I've said this to me. I'm, I'm so sick and tired of saying this, but I'm serious. Adam, I need for you to really walk away from the family. And when I say walk away I want you to not think about Newman Enterprises, Newman Media, Newman Publications, New, Newman Music. I don't want you to think about Paul Newman. I don't want you to think about anything, okay? 
I want you to do you and be you. Because at this point, it's starting to become a joke that every time you think you're going to get it, then all of a sudden something happens. And what happens? Oh, poor me. I wish I could be a part of your world. You're never going to be a part of your world. And on the flip side of that, Sally and Adam is not working. I don't I, I've seen it. Anthony, come on now. We, we, come on now. Sally, Adam, come on. You, really? Come on now. You know you want to say it. Neither one of them work. No. 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 Sorry. Here's the thing. I really do like Sally, and I thought – I thought Sally Nick was kind of, would kind of be really cute. Really? I did. Oh, but I'm so sorry. right now I'm thinking Nick and Sharon, you know, are like ageless, way. timeless, cute. So where's Sally gonna go? Um, no, but no, you're right. Sally don't work. She don't work. I'm sorry. They don't. I, they, not, there's no yeah. room for her. I hate to say it, but there's no room for her on the canvas. And then you you messed up Audra. So one character that I was crushing on, I was like, she's my girl. And then you had this great situation, and then she sleeps back with Tucker. I was like, so what's the point? She's still not knocked up yet. Kyle's a douchebag. Yep. But I will say this. Out of everything that I learned, Michelle Stafford, Trevor St. John, got chemistry. Uh-huh, honey. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. I'm like, yeah, but I, I'm sort of flummoxed with Kyle again because, like, where are they going to take him now? Deucebag yeah. City. He's like, I'm going to say this. Summer and Chance, let's go. But if this is going to end with Kyle realizing that Summer was right, and he, you know, stuff like that, okay. To me, this is going to be a problem, Josh, and I'm calling you out. You have to fix certain things. There's some loopholes in all of this, and you need to fix it, like, now, before October 3rd, because that's your six, you know. We got a minute and a half, guys. All right. So what did we learn today? Everybody is getting an Emmy reel apparently, because everybody's doing emotional storylines. and right. There's going to be some good ones. David, Anthony, final say? Uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, we love we'll doing the show. And, you know, keep watching. Keep watching. And the strike is over with for WGA. Sag, you're next, baby. All right. Good we'll night, everyone. Peace out. Good everybody. Thank you, guys. Get connected with Take-Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take-Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit Take-Two Radio.com.